0: Welcome back, everybody. It's Tuesday, September 26th. Let's talk about teacher pay, the baptism debate, not the Duncan versus Sprinkling one, an intercoastal bridge, and more. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. <music> Special Master Richard Allen delivered three federal court-ordered Alabama congressional district maps on Monday's deadline, reports AL.com's Mike Kasin. The Alabama legislature passed redrawn districts back in July after its periodic redistricting was deemed likely in violation of the Voting Rights Act by the courts. A three-judge district court had ordered the map feature a second opportunity zone for black voters, reading between the lines, meaning that they wanted two districts in which Democrats could run competitive races. The legislature's map raised District 2's black population from 30% to 40%, but the judges said that wouldn't fly. The state has asked the Supreme Court for stay on that decision. Meanwhile, the federal district court tasked Allen with drawing up three proposals. All three take a completely different approach to drawing up Lower Alabama, with Districts 1 and 2 stretching all the way across the state horizontally. So, that District 1 covers Alabama's entire state line with Florida, and District 2 pulls in heavily black counties across the southern black belt from the Mississippi line to Georgia. Now, the proposals take the black voting age population to 48 to 50 percent in District 2. According to the data used, that would give the black preferred candidate, currently meaning Democrat, more than an eight point advantage in elections according to voting history. All right, you Alabama public and community college educators, there ought to be a little something extra in your paychecks beginning October 1st, reports AL.com's Tricia Powell Crane. And across the board, 2% raise will be in effect, and bonuses and stipends will be going out to some others over the subjects they teach or whether their schools are considered challenging or difficult to staff. Now, an example of that is the $6,000 sign-in bonus in Bessemer for teachers who are certified in math, science, English, or special education. Y'all don't spend it all in one place. An activist in Birmingham for the 60th anniversary of the bombing of the 16th Street Baptist Church has persuaded the Tutwiler Hotel to remove a 1916 photo from a Confederate veterans reunion that was held there, reports AL.com's Elena Bookman. The Washington, D.C.-based activist said he didn't know whether it was safe to react to the photo and wondered whether the veterans in the photo were Klansmen. He wants a public apology from the hotel. The hotel's general manager said the photo was removed on September 18th. Work has restarted on a two-lane bridge over the Intracoastal Waterway in Gulf Shores, reports AL.com's John Sharp. Work had been shut down since May as the bridge has been the target of a legal case claiming ALDOT Director John Cooper negotiated in bad faith for an alternative plan that included expanding a toll bridge that's a mile away. The work on the new bridge was able to restart after the Alabama State Supreme Court rejected a request from the company that owns the Foley Beach Express toll bridge in Orange Beach to have its case reheard. The latest pushback from the Freedom From Religion Foundation targeting public expressions of faith in Alabama has garnered some attention from around the state and on national media, as has the event itself. According to previous AL.com reports, thousands attended a Unite Auburn service at Auburn University's Neville Arena on September 12, followed by baptisms at a pond outside. Auburn football coach Hugh Freeze, men's basketball coach Bruce Pearl, and baseball coach Butch Thompson were reported to be there, among others. A video of Freeze helping baptize freshman safety Sylvester Smith was shared far and wide. Since then, the Wisconsin-based Freedom from Religion Foundation has sent a letter to Auburn University criticizing it for the event at a public university, calling it unconstitutional. Governor Kay Ivey responded this past Friday in a post on social media Quote, as governor, I can assure you that we will not be intimidated by out-of-state interest groups dedicated to destroying our nation's religious heritage. The conservative news show Fox & Friends also joined the backlash against the backlash against the event. Co-host Pete Hegseth called the Freedom From Religion group anti-faith and anti-Christian. A suspicious aircraft was reported Monday morning flying in the area of Florence High School. AL.com's William Thorne reports that it turned out to be a glider that crashed along Ruston Street, according to police. A man inside the glider was taken by helicopter to be treated. Well, thank y'all so much for listening. If you haven't yet, feel free to leave us a rating and any kind of comments you want to on whatever app you use. We're going to be back here tomorrow. Until then, y'all come see us on the World Wide Web at AL.com.